Good evening. Welcome to another installation of the House 94 podcast. Uh, we got another, I mean, I say this every week, but all these episodes are so good. My God. Uh, we got a fantastic episode today. Nothing specific we're going to talk about, but we're about to go around the horn on several topics that are timely and, uh, and in the news. And uh, I need to put my shades on again because, again, I'm sorry, but sun is out and is, you know, bouncing off the leg of Wakanda today. Um, so, anyway. I'm Carl B. We got my man Cool K from Gulfport, Mississippi. We got Jay Crump from D.C., uh, currently in Maryland. Lou from New York, currently in Atlanta. And who's coming on now? Oh, Jay Crump is doubling up his identity. So we're going to have our, uh, our guests popping in and out today. Got a lot of scheduling conflicts, but the show must go on. So um, we're just coming off the D.N.C. convention that was last week. It was uh, done virtually, and uh, it was a masterful show. Uh, they did a, they, I think they did an excellent job in, in how they delivered it. And uh, I think all the speakers had some very powerful messages, and uh, they brought it to the Republicans. So this week, and, and, and just in a, another contrast, Fox News didn't even, didn't even show half of it, whereas MSNBC is showing the Republican circus is going on starting tonight. Um, we're, I'm not watching that bullshit, personally. Um, I watched a little bit of Trump's speech this morning, and he lies so much. Uh, it's just hard to watch without somebody checking on his lies. Um, so, you know, I, I can't do it. But we are going to talk about that a little bit. Um, so, yeah, basically, let's start off talking about the circus that's going on in uh, Charlotte. Trump snuck in in the, in the dark of night trying to pander to the, the citizens of North Carolina and um, did his little acceptance speech this morning. Lie after lie after lie after lie after lie. If I hear this man say one more time that the cupboard was bare when they took off as ventilators and vaccines and all of that, that is bullshit. There was no ventilator. There was no need for ventilators and PPE at the time. We weren't in a pandemic. And we managed Ebola perfectly. You know what I'm saying? Shit, if Ebola came back right now, yeah, we all be shitting our brains out, shitting ourselves. Anyway, Lou, kick us off and talk about this fucking circus they got going on in, in uh, Carolina, talking about a damn uh, Republican National Convention. I've been tuned in today to to listen to the lies, as you put it. You better um, off. I was looking at his lineup of speakers, and it's a uh, stark um, difference in what the Democrats had, which is like a... Um, representation of the United States, uh, representation from both genders and um, ethnicities across the board. Um, whereas I saw Trump was inviting that the uh, lawyer couple who pulled the guns out on BLM as they walked past their house. Um, and some other, some other people have been spouting his uh, Trumpian nonsense Bio. for the last three years. Yeah. Yeah, half the speakers is like an embryo kids. Yeah, it's not it's, it's not appealing for me to want to, you know, if I tune in, it's just to see uh, what they're thinking. Um, or not even what they're thinking, but what their game plan is going to be, even, even if they have one. Lie, cheat, and steal, bro. That's it. Yeah, I mean, you see more and more uh, Republicans defecting and endorsing Biden. I read today there were like 12 more former Republican politicians that, uh, or or senior administration endorsing um, Biden now. He, even his own sister came out recently in the last day or two, and uh, <laughs> it spoke Shit was excellent. It spoke. I don't know if you heard the video, man, but she spoke so earnestly, and she was like, 
Holy it's shit. Oh shit. Like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. The tweets and the lies. Holy this shit. This motherfucker. Like, it, I mean, the way she said it, it's like somebody is really ashamed of their brother, man. Crump, yeah. pick it up for us. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. I heard it. And uh, she was just like, man, the, you know, this is some shit, basically. But you, she, um, she said, holy. The problem shit. is, is that, yeah. No, I mean, she, she hit it. You know what I'm saying? She, and this is a, she's an actual. Um, from what I understand, she is a uh, uh, former federal judge. But um, mm-hmm. the way she put it, it was just like, I mean, nobody could put it any more better than where, how she said it. But you know what? I don't think it even matters, man. We talked about this before because. You know, he's got his supporters. They're in line with him. They're motherfuckers out there that they don't give a fuck about his character as his, as his integrity. As long as they support or as he's pushing an agenda uh, that they agree with, whether it be putting uh, these judges on the federal bench or, or the, you know, meeting the evangelical needs with abortion issues or whatever, man, they don't care. They don't care. Think, and then you you're going to have folks come in line with them. They don't care. Do you think the numbers, you think he has the numbers? Because um, before it was independence and that helped him do that. I don't know, man. I'm I'm afraid. We talked about this before, you right? You no, know, we because, talked about. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying. You know, I think there's a lot of motherfuckers. You know, when he talks about the silent majority, you know, I think that's the the the, the biggest truth that he ever told. I think there is a silent majority of motherfuckers that you know haven't really voted probably in the past three or four elections or ever were like motivated by this motherfucker who's like oh shit he just talks shit whatever he want to talk i like this dude regardless of what you know whether i think he already had that i thought he already had that in the last election that's how he got elected i I there's nobody new there's nobody new coming out to vote in this cycle that didn't vote me in the first cycle i think you have more than an alder come back a second time yeah and but i think i think it, it goes on both sides Right. I think it goes based on the, both on the Democratic and Republican side. Right. I think there are folks out there on the Republican side like shit. Oh, I like the fact that he's building a wall. He ain't stuck to this shit because at the he end of the day, he built shit. He's built. Three it, don't, miles it, don't, it don't matter. It ain't, it ain't about what you've done. No, man. That's what you don't understand. You know what I'm saying? It's about what your, your mindset is. You know, he can trick and, and, and regardless of whether or not he's building or not. Guess what? There's motherfuckers out there that thinks he's he's built it. Because yeah, they don't stupid. believe, they they're don't believe, people. huh? And at the same they, time, China's going to build the wall. China's going to build the wall. Meanwhile, Bannon's foundation is is uh, getting money and pocketing it to build the wall. If people are halfway listening to what the fuck is going on, but I don't that's the thing. Y'all are like y'all like my parents and shit. Y'all keep complaining about shit you can't even rationalize. The motherfucker ain't rational. You know what I'm saying? Y'all sitting there saying, well, it ain't no wall. It ain't not. Yeah, that's what rational people think. This motherfucker ain't rational. And half his supporters, probably 75% of his supporters ain't rational. They think the all the news that the news that me and you are looking at is all about Space. hoaxes and false news. So you talking about he ain't building no wall. They're like, bullshit. He ain't build a wall, motherfucker. Shit. I know you built a wall. The funny shit, though. The funny shit is Bannon is the, Bannon's another cocksucker. But uh-huh. his ass is going to end up holding the bag because everybody else got their their legal issues adjudicated while Trump was in office. It's looking like Bannon shit is going to be probably under a different administration, so he's going to have to go to jail. That's well, that's that. You know what? That's what we that's what we hope. You know what I'm saying? Because if the administration does flip, then Bannon and everybody's going is going to fall down like dominoes, including Trump. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a domino effect. 
and motherfuckers gonna be, you know, selling off motherfuckers because ain't gonna be no chance of fucking pardon at that point, right? Mm -hmm. I can't you know? wait to see. I can't wait to see Steve Bannon's greasy, nasty ass in that jail cell, hey, sucking out of Beastie's dick every night. Hey, cool K. Hey, KB, man, look here, man. You talking, and I agree with you, but dude, don't goddamn start celebrating and counting your money before the hey, money's I getting, dog. I ain't celebrating yet. I'm just looking at the numbers, man. I'm just man. reading it from last year. I mean, last term to this term. Yeah, Ooh, I know, but I don't... I told you last time, I don't trust Trump, that you, man. Let, let Cool get in there, dog. Man, I, I just I, think, man, I mean... <laughs> I watched the Democratic uh, National Committee. It was great, man. They did a good job, man. Um, Biden gave a, a great speech. Um, Vice President Harris did a, an amazing thing. But I, I'm going to watch the, uh, the Republican convention because for me, it's about getting data points, right? Um, I looked at the, the DNC. I mean, I, I think, you know, uh, if you looked at the way it was presented, I think that there was some market share kind of gang a tad bit because at this point you know who you're going to vote for oh, and then you look at all this fiasco kind of the circus things around donald trump um it's it, i guess i don't know what it it, it 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 excites people because the truth of the matter this guy came the president of the united states of america that's a fact and you can never discount that you know what i mean this guy is marketing. This is what he's good at. He's, he's a the spin artist. He does whatever he needs to do to align himself to win. So, you know, everybody got to get out and vote. You got to stick to the script. But I'm going to watch it because you got guys like, you know, the guy out of Georgia, Vernon Jones. He's speaking at the team at the RNC. So, um, you know, which is a big deal here in Georgia. But, you know, we just got to stay building and can't count out, you know, our chickens, man. We got we to gotta get out and vote, man. Big, you know, big that's time. Running Jones, this is like man was talking shit about Trump. He was like talking how great Trump was and, and how Biden was uh, uh, yeah. a terrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's, 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 actually, it's, actually, it's actually about 12 uh, black folks who have been selected to speak um, between now and the end of the convention, man. They, they left out the girl, ass. though, Candace. Yeah, I wonder why they left her out, man. She too polarized. What, what, what happened with that? I don't, that's, I don't that's know. Interesting. That's interesting too. I don't know, man, because she, she seemed like she's she too dark. She, yeah, probably, I don't know. Nah, nah, but they have. No, nah, they love her. They have about. But you know, uh, but you know, she's pretty. She's maybe polished. More than that. No, see, they like they have coonish uh, black folks like Diamond and Silk. Them two ignorant bitches. They like having oh, people yeah. like that they're representing. They Candace Jones. Nah, Candace nah, is nah, KB, nah, KB. They got folks on there that are they're tight. Like Tim Tim Scott is tight. I mean, He's you tight. might not agree with his politics, but Tim Scott Tim is tight. Tim Scott is a Tim Scott is not tight, man. No, no. He's he I don't agree with his politics. In a lesson, y'all see the video. Y'all see a video huh? he's trying to shake dude's hand and he just kind of brushed him off. Yeah, I he's know, I know. He's not he, He's not the typical, like, he ain't no HBCU dude like he's that. He's a cornball. He's the kind of dude. He is a cornball. He's a cornball. He's a No, we better go home, man. We, we, we chilling. We ain't going nowhere. Nah, I've got a friend of mine who, who is in the, uh, works in the administration, who's an yeah. HBCU grad, and he's met Tim Scott and met with him, and he tells me, and, and he's like, yo, Tim Scott, he's, he's a cornball, but at the end of the day, the dude wants to get shit pushed out. He wants to get pushed, shit can push, but he knows his boundaries, but he's still a cornball. Like he, 
he has these concepts that we, we may not agree with, and he's not the type of person you're going to hang out with, but he knows who he is. And that's, right. the, that's, that's the thing. And that's why Clarence Thomas knows who he is, that kind of shit? But no, nah, no, nah, because Clarence Thomas doesn't know who he is. You know what I'm saying? You know, you can be a like I can respect you as a Republican. You have principles or whatever that are, I can disagree with you and be cool with that. But when if you, you don't know your who point, you are, yeah, yeah, if you don't know who you are and you're on some bullshit, that motherfucker came correct with the criminal justice reform. Remember, he was trying to push that shit. You know what I'm saying? He actually checked Trump on a couple occasions. Was like, yo. This is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And he's well respected in the Senate, regardless of his cornballishness. Right. So, right. you know, well, yeah, I mean, of course, don't, they don't discount. He's a, yeah, they, he's a shucking and jiving black man. Of course. But he's not. No, I, see, I disagree. I don't think he's shucking and driving. I just think he's a cornball. You know what I'm saying? Okay, no, hold on, and hold on, he has a different set of beliefs. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. When that shit happened in Charlottesville, right? Mm -hmm. He should have gotten his sorry black ass up and said, look, man. This shit is out of bounds. This is out of bounds. He ain't say a word, man. Man, you know he what? Say a word. You, this you gotta understand, right man. Now. He has said gotta, nothing. You gotta understand. If he knew who he was, he was standing for himself. Tim nah. Scott is a coward, and he probably fucking Lindsey Graham. Y'all go ahead. <laughs> what you're saying is, you know that that's I, I get it, but at the same time, you know you gotta act and operate within boundaries, man. And there's a certain time to talk and a certain time not to talk for the motherfuckers. He can't speak freely. You know what I'm saying? And well, then, well, then he's not, then he's not, I'm, he's I'm not, he doesn't know himself then. Dog, dog, I'm with you all the way. But I'm saying when you're in that particular position and you're on the opposite side and you have principles that you do agree with and there's stuff that we may not agree with them on, then, and he's trying to push shit. He's he, sometimes you just got to be silent and I'm just going to be give him the, the benefit of the doubt on some shit. I don't agree with his shit. I'm just saying that I respect him to the extent that he has principles and he has shit that I just don't agree with. But as a man, I will respect him because I don't think he's a shucking and jiving dude. Like uh, some of these he sits in South Carolina under their rebel flag and not say he hadn't said a word. Yeah, he's but he can't. He can't even get it. I yo. But he can't that's even get elected. That's my argument. You're saying you're saying you're saying that he has principles. I'm saying he doesn't because when he has shit that should be offensive to every black man, regardless of your political but stripe. But he's, he's actually he, he's, he's, he sacrifices principles. No, but he's actually if you read his shit, he's actually talked about that. He's actually talked about criminal justice reform. There's a lot of the shit that he pushes, but he pushes the shit that you don't you know. We don't not ever know oh, about all I, heard, I, I don't know about the criminal justice reform he was pushing. No, I no, but he, had he was, his own version of a bill, but the Democrats wasn't buying it. It was bullshit when he was trembling. I know, but he can't. All right, so if you're in a situation where you're the, you know you are the underdog, not necessarily the underdog, but you're one of 10 motherfuckers, and you know you've got to goddamn sometimes just finesse your shit. You can't. You go can't. along and get along. He's not finessing, bro. He's, He's not sitting I don't, in the well, You know what? Go, go along to get along with the knowledge and purpose that I'm trying to get to a point where I can get more power and do what I want. And I think that's where he's at. He's a spook that's set by the door. You know what I'm saying? He probably sits down to pee. Chuck, welcome to the show. What you got, man? We're talking about the RNC and, um, and listen, you know, you can pick up on Tim Scott if you like. We're talking about the RNC and the, the live fest they got going on over there. You got something to add to it, bro? Um, not... Not a whole lot. Uh, I am kind of <laughs> not a whole lot. God damn, that's that's all the news this week. Yeah, I know. I'll tell you what, Chuck. I'll, 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 I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. 
Let's let's segue. That's a, we, I think we'd be dead horse to death. No, no. Let's, let me. I do, I will say this. Okay. I want to share a sign that I saw. Okay. It said, "By Dong." It said the sign was in a yard. It said B Y E had the American flag. Then it said D O N. So it was like you know it was it was. I just thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, like like by Donald Trump. Yeah, by Donald Trump. Yeah, so yeah, uh, I will say this: I'm looking forward to the. I'm looking forward to. For some reason, I'm looking forward to this convention. I want to watch it. I want to see what's going to be what's going to be said. Um, uh, I want to. I think it's going to be comedy. Probably, it might. It might be a little. It, it might piss us off. But Fox News all last week. I don't know if you guys went back and forth listening to what they were saying about the Democratic convention. They were going hard on hard on Democrats, uh, and they were just saying no policy was put in place. It was just like they were just trying to emotionally connect with everybody. So, you know, we'll see where the, Demo uh, the Republicans are going to come from tonight. Are they going how, – how are they going to connect with us? So, moving on, um, we want to talk about the, uh, the continued shootings of black men. I think we've got two new ones. Oh, um, we got the one in Kenosha, and I think there's another one. What's the other one at? Lafayette, Louisiana. Lafayette, Louisiana. That one was like a robbery or something, right? No, he just walking into the store, um, and uh, they say he had a knife in his hand, and they shot him before he got to the store. Damn, he's walking away with a from knife? Him with a knife, supposedly. But that hadn't been that had been validated. That's that's the story the that only, the cops put out. The yeah, only thing I saw about the story, the man had his mouth full of gold. That's the only thing I know of the story. They showed yeah, he was walking away from full of gold teeth. So, I, I saw. I just saw the shooting part. Um, I didn't. So, what is the story of? Before the video started, he's about a Lafayette or Kenosha. Uh, Lafayette. He was walking down the street. They say they say he had a uh, a foreign object in his hand, right. and the cops told him to stop. So he was walking. He, they say he had a mental illness, and uh, he walked to the store. Allegedly had a, had a knife in his hand, and as he walked to the store and grabbed the door, they shot him eleven times. Damn, shot him eleven times. Him eleven, 11 times. times. Yeah. Yo, eleven times. Eleven times. Yeah. Guy, so it's almost like, say. okay, 11 times, you open the door, you see that you could have used your taser, you had, you had a lot of, I mean, it's, it's, it's like six of them, one of him, um, he doesn't have a gun, allegedly he has a knife in his hand, but a knife, gun, you got tasers, I don't understand the rationale, um, for shooting the guy 11 times, walking yeah, away. Yeah, I didn't know if there was some kind of altercation before that that wasn't on the video. So it was just verbal commands. Just verbal commands. No altercation. Jesus, man. I mean, it's like it's like it leaves you speechless. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You just want to ask, why does it always have to end that way? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, fuck, there was nothing we could do other than shoot them. Not a one in Kenosha. I think it's a little different, just because. Although, again, damn, y'all didn't shot this man seven times in his back. But this dude seemed to be calmly walking to his car against the, the, uh, the request of the police for him to stop and, and chill and whatever, you know, do what they're asking him to do. He just walks to his car like, I'm going to be right back. You know what I'm saying? Goes, open the door, and then goes down into the car. And I guess the police was like, I ain't waiting on what you're coming out with. But the thing about it, he was walking away. If you look at the video, he was already walking away from the police. He's and, walking toward the police. They was kind of following him, and he went yeah. to his car. And then what he, now, oh. I don't understand why. 
motherfucker tell you, hey, stop, and they detain you, and you decide you're just going to go reach and reach up under your seat or wherever. He was down in the car, like not like to sit in the car. He was like down in the car. But I think so they had like, a little shit, opportunity man. to tase him before he even opened up the car door because he was kind of, they would, from the video, it looks like they already asking him to stop. He wasn't. And he, because they they were they were walking at him with a, with some type of aggression, and it would you would think they would tase him at that point when he was walking away. Yeah, but see, to me that's like parsing seconds, dog. Because like, if you if you put yourself in the place of the police officers, right? Not that you know we're trying to be on some blue lives matter shit, because we're not. But let's just you know look at it off from our perspectives. You if you this dude is walking towards his car. You don't know what's in his car. Although I think his children were in the car. Children were um, in the car. Yeah, kids were. In, I think he had three kids in the car. Yeah, but you don't know what else he's got in the car. You don't know what his mental state is, any of that. And you're trying to tell the man to stop you detaining him, and he just decides, "Well, I'm gonna go get in my car." Now, I didn't hear the audio. He might have said, "Hey, man, I need to check on my kids," or or just whatever. I don't know what the conversation was. I just know he was leaning into his car, and it was like, mm, "Fuck that," and and lit him up. Because you know, shit. If you tase him, he might still be able to get a weapon out and shoot at your ass. You know what I'm saying? And I, I guess the way I look at it is. At what point are the police justified in, in a shooting? Like, at what point is this like, man, they might need to shot that motherfucker. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the line is, think, but I'm just trying to look that, at it from all perspectives. I think the line, I mean, there needs, and that's the reason why they need some type of federal policy that hits every police department and not allow each freaking individual police department to decide yeah. what the policy is regarding use of force. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because, the, in the, you know, the problem is, is that you've got, these different policies and everybody has different ways in which they can use force. And I'm thinking back to those folks who I know were in the military. In the military, when you're, you know, wherever you serve, there is a sense of when you can draw your weapon, when you can shoot, when use of force is needed, when it's recognized. And, it, and it's a lot, the standard is actually a lot higher than, than it is for police officers. You know what I'm saying? And so, at what point, you know, it, it seems like police officers, you know, at the end of the day, you just say, hey, I fear for my life. This dude, he pulled out a cell phone and it looked metal. It looked like a gun, but I fear for my life. I feel like that's the standard. No, and that's no, not a standard. No, that's not, that's not, I don't think I have to disagree with you on that one. Because you can look at white guys that resist arrest. All the videos we've seen that going viral when white guys resist arrest. Actually, the, the white guys we've seen on video, or not resist arrest, they just calmly got arrested. Even the fool Dylan no, Hoover from no, South, South Carolina, he just walked over to the police and was like, you know, I just shot some motherfuckers, but I'm hungry. And they were like, sure. And they took him gingerly to the police station and gave him some Burger King. But he wasn't resisting. You know what I'm no, saying? But across the, brother, the brother that Wendy's was sitting on his ass, got up and beat two cops up, basically, and ran away. He should have been shot either. You know what I'm saying? But he wasn't he wasn't in compliance with what they were asking him to do. But look at look at this look at this one white guy. He stole the police, got in the police officer's car, That's drove right. off, got out, then got in his car, ran into the police officer's car. The police officer tased him. He got away from the tase, ran out, started chasing the police officer. White guy. Police officers run running. Then he runs back to his car, gets back to his car and drives all crazy and then runs into the police officer's car. 
That's bullshit right there. They should have shot they his ass. All this. They all this. They should have shot his ass right on the spot. They didn't, though. They did not get shot. The police finally came, and they just arrested him. Because he knocked himself out by running into the police car. Well, I get what you're saying, Chuck. I mean, we obviously, you know, we know what that's about. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm just going strictly on policy. You know, they obviously used their discretion because this was a white dude, whatever the reason was, not to use whatever policy that they can implement, right? I'm talking about what is the policy is for them to shoot. In your particular case, they use their discretion. They may not, they may have had all this discretion in the world, but they didn't they didn't go by the policy of use of force, which is good. And that's how everything should be. You only use, in my opinion, you use use of force when you know it's about to be used on you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You don't just use use of force because, oh, you know, this, this is a big black guy or whatever, and he's, you know, looks like he's menacing. No. You got six to one, six officers to one, and you think somebody is a threat, then something's a problem. You're no longer I mean, a threat. You know? We only supposed to be three-fifths human anyway. Hell. Well, that, and that, well, that's what they, exactly, right? <laughs> only three-fifths human. So we only got three-fifths of the strength. Of the strength. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? So I think my point is, is that looking at the policy, not at their discretion, because we know they're going to give them more discretion than they give us, right? But the policy is should be uniform. And I think it's, and, and that's part of the problem because it isn't. And then you got some police forces where the shit, you know, they can do what they want. You know what I mean? Well, they definitely burning Kenosha down. Should they burn down a damn car dealership? They asked Lord Lightfoot about it. She was like, yeah, as long as we don't come, you know, across the border, we straight. Go ahead. Go crazy up there. Cool. What you think about it? Man, um, this is tragic, man. Um, the same thing keeps happening over and over again. I mean, I was thinking about what you said, like, okay, was the brother detained? I mean, it's almost like, you, 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 are you trying to slave catch? I mean, detained? Was I detained? Like, there's a lot of factors, mitigating factors we don't know. And uh, and it's tragic, man. And then the brother down in Lafayette, I mean, that's that's horrible. Both of them horrible. Yeah. I mean, 11 times. So, you know, as, you know, I saw something LeBron James said today, um, the guy from uh, Utah, he said, hey, man, he was to my back, he said, man, F these games, man. We, I'm tired of seeing my brothers dying in these streets right. senselessly over anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What's crazy I mean, is, is that you have on that, LeBron sits here and continues to speak out. And I love LeBron because he's the yeah. realest motherfucker that I know. Like, he's the real – I love, I, love you. I would love to meet LeBron this. James. For real. King James, baby. 15 years I am. Come on the show. But, yeah. yeah we need you, we LeBron. Have, come on the show, bro. We need show. you. But here's the thing. You have these – Freaking sassy ass, fucking. I only. I'm not trying to be racist or whatever. But you got these white dudes coming on who are former sports reporters or whatever, and they'll be like, "Oh, oh, you weren't saying that when it was a uh, when it was China or when you know there was the issue with China and the NBA with China." I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here, man. You know, China ain't got shit to do with us. You know, ain't got shit to do. That they don't be comparing apples and oranges, and I'm like, dude. America does business with China every day. Fuck what you heard. You know what I'm saying? Yet, you know, you sitting there tripping off what the fuck their human rights record is when our human rights record ain't no fucking different here. You know? I mean, it gets back to the, the informal definition of Black Lives Matter. Can y'all just give a fuck about us enough to just say that this man deserves a day in court or deserves to see his family again? 
as opposed to just fucking meeting out justice on the street, man. It's just shit is, it's like you said, dog, it's tragic, it's sickening, man. It's hard to, and, and you know, and I don't know what to answer. Like, is it that as soon as the lights come on a police car, as soon as a car just starts pursuit, they are required to turn on the cameras and the in audio? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, seems like they need to have panoramic cameras to capture the whole scene, body cam, car cam, so that you hear all the shit that went on and you can hear the audio part. Because that's the shit that's missing in the video. All I saw is dude just kind of walk into his car and then open the door, lean that bitch, and then he, you know, they laid him out right there in front of his kids. And that shit doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Having been detained by police before, it's like, you know, I, man, I had a police officer follow my ass for probably 200 miles on the highway. And every time I did some shit, I, you know, lane change, whatever, his ass, and he'd get off and get back on. He'd follow me for two hours. Man, finally, I, get, I, I did a lane change, and then his lights came on. I pull over. He rolls up and was like, well, you uh, failed to, to have your signal throughout your lane change. I knew he was on some bullshit, but I was like, all right, man, you know, what you need. You know, here's my information and whatever. I mean, the, the interaction went all right, but I guess the point is, I don't understand how brothers keep, keep getting caught up in, in situations where they are not in compliance and they don't get shot. I don't know why that shit is so difficult. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's like the thing. I think, I think the, based on your point, and this is where y'all motherfuckers might beat me up, and this is where black America needs to fucking wake up on some shit. We know. Please. No, I mean, we know that whatever reason or whatever bullshit reason they can to kill us, they get to kill us, they will kill us. So understandably, understanding that, dog, don't walk away. Don't fucking, you know, comply with the shit and live for another day. Because that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's exactly. Why are we going to care about that, dog? We sit here and uh, because we, I mean, everybody, as a man, you have an ego. Like, motherfucker, can't, you can't just be sitting there fucking with me like this. You know, but we have to put our egos aside because we're not in the majority. And we're in a sense, even if we're gunned, we're outgunned by them. So you need to be, you need to be like compliant. Like you need to just chill. Don't even, matter of fact, don't talk. Just say, all right, here's my hands. This is what it is. No need to talk back to nobody. Put your hands up where they can see them. And so you show that you're not a threat and be done with the shit. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, if you look at every fucking situation, this is where y'all going to beat me up. I love some Black Lives Matter, but y'all going to beat me up on this. Every freaking situation, even George Floyd, it was a whole lot of talking. The whole lot of talking. Like, if you look at Rayshard, what's my man in Atlanta's name? Rayshard Brooks? Yeah, That's Brooks. A uh-huh. lot of talking. Why? He don't need to talk. You know, he so sitting there, he man. Just, he resisted arrest. Yeah, just chill. Just don't, yo, this is my hands. Okay, look, this is what it is. Are you going to take me in or not? Whatever. George Floyd, um, the Breonna Taylor is what it is. That's some bullshit. You know what That's I mean? But everything else where a police officer confronts you. I had my own incident with a police officer right after I took the bar. And a police officer came to my house, had three motherfuckers come to my house. And they were my parents' house. And I had just taken the goddamn bar. And they were like, yo, we heard a scream coming out of your house. You know, me thinking, oh, damn, I just passed. You know, I just took the bar exam. I know, you know, Maryland at the time had this... Uh, so-called, you know, you can resist an unlawful arrest. You can look it up. You can actually resist an unlawful arrest in Maryland. But 
what the fuck? Why would anybody do that shit? Especially if you're black, right? And so I'm going in there and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Why are you coming in here? Why, whatever, you know, thinking I'm Joe Law School. I know all this shit. They come in there, hit my ass up, motherfucking take me to the ground, you know? And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I know I can take this motherfucker. I'm like 27, <laughs> 28 years old. You know, I'm thinking like a, a 27 year old, like, you know, when keeping it real goes wrong, keeping <laughs> and I'm like, yo, and my mom, she was asleep. She come in screaming like, yo, Jay, just do what they say. Just do what they say. The wild thing is, as soon as I just was became compliant, that motherfucker did a, a leg sweep on my ass. Yo, my shit hit the ground so hard. Yo, I was like, oh, shit. God damn, I knew I should have kept going. But my pride was hurt. And, you know, luckily the guns weren't or whatever. And I'm still alive to talk about the shit. But if I look back at today, I would have handled that shit so much differently. You know what I'm saying? And that's so, the underlying thing. You got so, so basically, yeah. you're telling me there are two Americans. That's what you're saying? So the white boy can get out there. Hey, man, fuck you, cop. Man, yeah. what, are you, what are you arresting me for, man? I'm not being detained. I know my rights, this and this. And the black man got to be. Yeah, unfortunately, we got to be a bitch about things. I just want to make that. I'll just make that. Uh, <laughs> we got to be a bitch session. about things because like, like KB said, they already look at us like a pit bull. They're already afraid of us, right? So we got to be as non-threatening as possible to let them know that we're not a threat. America, we got to get us together. It's not right. Yeah, but, you know, because they, you know, they think we're fucking their women. They think we're doing, you know, running drugs. They think we're goddamn, all of us are fucking thugs. And so they already think this shit about us. You know what I'm saying? You know, and so we've got to eliminate that threat. You know what I mean? And so until you do so, we end up being dead because... One, we're a minority, right? So we're always going to be under, understaffed, undermanned, you know? And you're going up against a police department. You can't fight a police officer because at the end of the day, you can beat his ass, but the next person is just going to beat your ass. The next person get on top of you as well. So you can't hey, One of them going to shoot your ass. Yeah, they're just going to shoot your ass. Back in the day, they used to actually fight and beat you with a baton. Now they just be like, you know what? I'm just going to shoot you, you know? But that's the thing. You have to be compliant, man, to live. You know, these days, mm -hmm. you can't be sitting there and talking back and doing all just that. Just like we're talking about Flando Castile. He yeah. wasn't even talking shit. He was just trying to show them. He was so excited to show them he had a concealed carry license. He was looking to get it and say, man, I'm riding clean. Right. And he was That's killed. That's what I asked you, Playboy. He was, he was killed. I the, said, problem I with his shit. Them Haynes. Yeah. But the problem with his shit, like you said, KB, was that he didn't go about it in a way that you know he wasn't being uh he wasn't it wasn't thought out because he was like let me go reach for the damn glove compartment you know what i'm saying you can't make any wild furtive gestures with them because they furtive moves yeah no the furtive gestures like you, oh, 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 what bam bam and you know they get that what's that adrenaline i forgot what they call it when you can't just shoot one time you got to oh, shoot five six seven eight times yeah. because it's that adrenaline rush like what you only got to shoot somebody one time. But, you know, right. when you see somebody you get, get shot. shot seven, eight times, like, what the hell? Why would you have to shoot them seven? It's that adrenaline rush. And then that's part of the, you know, the whole thing. Like, okay. Because at that point, you're shooting the kill rather than the main. You know? Right. And that's the problem. And and that's part of the problem and the policy. Because if you're damn, you know, if you, you know, if you took a gun class, which as a police officer, you know, center mass or whatever, should only take one, two bullets and you're done, <laughs> you know? So, but anyway. Well, like I said, you know, the shit is tragic and unfortunate. Um, I wish they gave more of a shit about us. And I wish that we, 
uh, could understand uh, compliance a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? It would probably avoid a lot of bullshit. And, you know, for the folks that think we own some, you know, some bull- bullshit with that, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I can hear the, ch- the chatter like these niggas on the man. Right. I think, um, but uh, Crump touched on, uh, reminded me of, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this movie came out a couple of years ago, they, The Hate You Gave, or Hate You yeah, Gave. Hate you I heard about it, yeah. Yeah, I saw it. So I sat down and watched that with my children. And what Crump was saying, hey, the, the, the method to stay alive when the police confront you, father in that movie goes through that and uh, drills it into his kids how to act, how to behave, to, to get out of that scenario alive is, you know, give yourself the best possibility to get out of that alive. And um, it's called the talk. I mean, you know, I, I gave both my kids the talk and how to behave when in that situation. And it's not- I hate that word behave. I hate that shit, man, but it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, well, see, that's to me, like when people talk about like comparisons between America and South Africa, um, I don't think it's the same thing, right? Because in South Africa, you had a minority class ruling in the majority of the people. In this right. example, we are actually the minority class, and we're just looking for just equal rights. You know what I'm saying? Still right. to this day. And then shit, it may get down to the fact that we say, man, shit, maybe we pack up and bounce out this bitch. Y'all going to have it. You know what I'm saying? But that's the topic for another day. We got to move on. We're getting close to time here. Um, let's talk. Let's switch gears and light it up a little bit. Talk about the NBA now. I personally stopped watching the NBA in 2010 when Derrick Rose got hurt in the playoffs. That's now switched over to the Blackhawks and they had their first of three Stanley Cups in six years, the mighty Chicago Blackhawks. So I left basketball alone at that point. Uh, it's just too much weak ass fouling, um, too much crying, and you know, I'm a football dude anyway. And I don't understand what basketball plays are. This is my opinion. Anyway, NBA is back on. So at least we got some live sports, but. We'll talk about a couple things. One, what do we think about the playoff race and the situation, how they got it structured? Y'all going to take that over. I can't speak to that. And then also, which I can speak to, is the low ratings. Because <laughs> I didn't even know that shit was on until y'all brought it up. So somebody please yeah. take it. Well, Chuck, somebody pick up on the NBA I will, playoff I will race and, uh, and what we think about them ratings. I will say this. Uh, yeah, I'm a basketball fan, NBA fan. Love watching the game. Congratulations. Love playing, Love playing it. Um, it's, it is different. Um, it's, it's like watching a G League of Damn, really? the best players in, in, in the NBA, in the world. What? Uh, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's kind of cool because nobody has home court advantage. Uh, and um, I think that's pretty, that's pretty interesting about it. So everybody, it's a, it's a little tougher for everybody. They're playing uh, – they don't have that break to travel to the that, that travel break, so they're playing the games faster. So uh, and, and uh, but the disadvantage there it's been a lot of injuries, a lot of because uh, uh, maybe because they're playing too much or it, it, it that could be the reason. But it, it has it was an exciting game just the other day that that Dallas and. Uh, Clippers game, uh, that was a that was a good one. They were battling. Uh, the battle, I think, the battle is coming out with these playoffs, uh, which we all look forward to. Teams are stepping up. They're playing a little bit harder. Uh, you got bench players because of the injuries. You got some players that are just 
been surprisingly good and stepping up. Uh, you got other players out there that have got a little – that's taking it personal. Steph, uh, um, Steph Curry's brother, uh, Seth, he's taking it a little personal, be, you know, because, you know, he married the ex-girlfriend of uh, Paul George, and he made a little comment when he made a shot, called him a bitch-ass nigga, you know. Uh, and that was a little personal jab because uh, I think George said something about uh, uh, his wife. And he was just took it out on the court. But uh, should have called him a bitch ass nigga. Should have said, "I got you, bitch, though." <laughs> <laughs> man. A bit more effective. Yeah, but uh, overall, overall, I don't know. They they are predicting um, the Clippers in Toronto in the finals. Not uh, the Lakers. Not the Lakers. Uh, What's Lakers. that series, Dallas and Clippers? And that's according to that's according to uh, SB Nation. What's, what's the what's the what's the record right now? What's the Dallas series? and uh Clippers are tied two tied two two. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's oh, y'all that's, y'all watching this shit for real. Yeah, yeah. Man. This shit is yo. This is one of the most entertaining for me entertaining series playoffs that I've ever seen, man. Me too. Yeah. Thank a lot. Mm-hmm. Not the same with the crowds or whatever. I mean that with that being gone, that you do lose that dimension. But is it like the, more of like a hardcore practice, like a dream it's team? Like yeah, because yeah. Yeah, it's like a hardcore, like these fools are going hard, man. And the 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 scoring is out of control. I think Toronto yesterday scored like 150 points, which tells what? me the defense ain't shit. They scored 150 points. Only three teams have done that in the history of the NBA. But I'm like, okay, I guess these dudes, you know, they can't, you know, can't fuck. They can't be around. You know, their focus has to be I toward basketball. You, I guarantee you they got a crew of COVID-tested sluts that are laid up in their junk, <laughs> setting it out. You know come what I'm saying? Man. I would not. <laughs> come on, Rick. dog. Come man. on, man. Hey, I hope, hey, man, you, you may be right, but I'm just saying. No, wait, if, you ever, if you ever stay in the hotel where NBA team was staying, because I have many times. Yeah, I no, the, I have, the too. The slut parade in the, in the lobby. Oh, no, I, I, I have, too. I, I've been so, to... I've been to the after party after the games and all that. So I've seen that. I ain't seen that. Problem, I can't imagine that. Yeah, my, my point is is that these guys, man, these entertaining – I mean, these games are entertaining, man. It's it's um, it's wild. Now, we talk about the viewership. I don't – like, I hear all these folks talking about, oh, it's not as not many people watching the games because they got the Black Lives Matter. They're not really supporting all this stuff. I don't even know if that's really accurate. You know what I'm saying? You know, I First of all, if you watch the NBA, you probably are not a racist anyway. You probably yeah. If you like to watch a bunch of you know <laughs> black men running black, around, black dudes running up and down, the court, you're shit, probably yeah. a pretty progressive motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not yeah. off no yeah. Black Lives Matter shit. You know what I mean? So, but you got all these. If you read a lot of this shit, of course, the conservative, the right, they're like, oh, there's the viewership down. Of course, you got your nutcase Jason Whitlock, who little coon, the biggest coon in sports. Sports journalism talking about oh the viewership is down you know they're doing a disservice LeBron is doing a disservice talking about Black Lives Matter and all that stuff man EAD you know what yeah. that is. eat a fat dick EAFD yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. yeah. look like yeah. a disgrace to the race yeah. yeah for me man the games are extremely entertaining because like when you said it's like there's no traveling so it, what it is called be like it's like like a everything's equal. You you on the plane when same dorms, you know what I mean. Everything we eating the same food. 
You ain't got to get nobody's no tickets. Only thing you doing is focusing on basketball, 100%. So it's almost like a practice, and the guys, you can tell they were intense, and they talking crazy to each other. They I mean, they go in, they talk yeah. to me straight, just like we on the court. Wait, like, you, man, you hear okay, the audio? Yeah, you, you can read their lips. Yeah, you can hear the audio. Yeah, you can hear the audio. The biggest thing that occurred yesterday was the dude went off on the um, – the guy from Lithuania or one oh, of these. Luca, Luca, Luca. No, no, I'm not even talking about him. Uh, there was another guy that went off on one of the Eastern European players and called him a bitch ass white boy. And so that, that, that was the game perfect. before. So, yeah. so, so yeah. The, dude, the dude said to, to Luca the game before, no, he called him a punk ass white boy. He said, okay. so the next game, so then everybody made a big deal out of that. Then all, all the, the guys that play basketball say, dude, you understand? When we're in those lines, we say anything. Your wife, everybody is, is, is everybody Fair can game. get it. But but fair game. But when we step off the court, hey bro, you know what? My bad. I got apologize. So the so the very next game, he apologized to Luca, and man, he lit him up. Okay, Luca lit him up. Lit him up. Like I got your punk ass white boy right here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, is the truth. <laughs> he had to put the Uber on it. You know what I'm saying? Yo, that dude. Yo, that dude. Now only three players, two players in the history of the NBA have ever done. Yeah, and that was What's a that? great game, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Luka, what do you do? Triple like what was it like a triple triple Joe hit like forty seven points, forty three points, Kobe and forty seven points, seventeen rebounds, thirteen assists. Like God. and on top of this, in the in the first half, they was down by twenty one. Mm-hmm. Came no, back. Really shot. I was like, I was like, wait, was that punk ass white boy or bitch ass? What? 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 <laughs> yeah, you talking real <laughs> shit? Like, uh huh. Oh, and Jay, I'm I, you. Uh, it is. It's 120 by uh, 68. 68. It's actually larger. Larger. Than the it's larger. I mean, it's, it's wider. We need to support the NBA because you know what they are. Big time. Socially conscious yeah. brothers, and uh, I should stop being a contrarian like Lou. Me and Lou been agreeing oh. too much. Let me stop being a contrarian. Let me just go and support the NBA like I used to back in the day. All right. So we hit that. We- get that. And you forgot to tell it. Everybody needs to watch what every every player got on the back of their jerseys too. Oh yeah, and their shoes. Yeah, you gotta you got. They don't have just just Black Lives Matter. Everybody got a little yeah. Logan. Yeah. Well, Chris Paul. Chris Paul has a HBCU on yeah. his shoes every time he plays. He just had Hampton University night uh, last night or whenever he played, and he had Winston Salem. But so, so, yeah. check out check out some. Of, Pay attention to some of the white players and what they got on the back of theirs. Oh, yeah. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Yes. Good stuff. You know what? I just thought about that. I need to give some of them jerseys, man. You, you, I'm glad you said that, man. Yeah, that, that might be some I'm going to get some of those jerseys, man. Yeah, they sell them joints? Are they, they got guys. to be. Yeah, they got to yeah, be. They got that yeah, man. I'm killing. Yeah, they kill. I just thought about that. That was a good point, yeah. Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. Man, just like the uh, demo clock on the microwave, Chuck is right at least twice a day. <laughs> 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 I think we ended on a good note. Uh, another good episode. So, hey, thehouse94.com, the house 94 podcast, IG, Twitter, light it up. Check it out, YouTube, like, subscribe, and provide your comments. So, um, yeah, looking forward to next week. It's going to be another banger. So, appreciate your time, appreciate you tuning in, and we out. This is. <laughs>